Welcome everyone to another episode of the Definitive Crusade. I am your host, Johnny Machine Hughes, the Batman of the group, if you will. Being Batman, it's time to introduce my Robin. <laughs> yes, that's right. It's a dynamic duo of TDC, minus the Batgirls, uh, this time around. Uh, for various little snafus, um, as you can see in the background, had to be done. Mm -hmm. This is a bat-tastic episode, Very yes, awesome. yes, it is. So, before we get into it, I have to give a shout out to a young lady I met, um, over the last couple of weeks in my day job who is an absolute bonkers fan of carol ferris from the green lantern mythos whoa <laughs> i know carol of all of them so chloe this one's from you machine says hi there you go Excellent. love it love it all right so after admin admonishments last time around um josh has my finally managed to see the batman Mm -hmm. I've seen it twice. I've seen it twice. So, see, I was adamant. I wanted that first time. I had to see it in theaters. Good call. Good call. I had to see it a second time because once you move away from the spectacle of going to see a Batman movie mm -hmm. and all the hype, and then because you know, first time around, your feelings are a little bit swayed. Is it as big as the hype? Is it this or is it the other? Mm -hmm. Second time around, you're just going to enjoy it for a movie. Yeah. So. Cool. Right. The Batman starring Robert Patterson as Bruce. I am really Mopey Wayne. <laughs> and Vengeance himself, along with Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Colin Farrell as the Penguin. And I always forget the name of the guy. Is it J is it is it Jagger Wright? The Jeffrey Wright that plays Commissioner Gordon. There you go. Mm -hmm. Put it at the end. I knew there was a J in there somewhere. A very good Gordon as well. Yes. Yes. So, Josh, mm -hmm. what? Give us, right, before we go any further, I should really do the spoilers thing. Yes, we're going to talk about Batman. Yes, there's going to be spoilers. It's been out for two weeks already. If you haven't seen it, that's on you. All right. So, and if, if you're waiting, it will be coming to HBO Max in middle of april so you'll be able to watch it then but i i think as johnny and i would both agree this is one you really should see in theaters for the first time definitely. to really get the spectacle of it definitely right so there are going to be spoilers you have been warned yep. no complaint all right and no not stephanie brown unfortunately so <laughs> what don't make me. I tell you no, what. Next, next time around, I'm just we're, disappointed. Next time around, we're reviewing Batgirls, definitely. Oh, just because she's in it. I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, Josh, feelings. Yep. Let's give it first of all an overall before we dive into the nitty gritty. Okay. Um, thoughts and feelings of the Batman movie. I loved it. Uh huh. Um, I. I love the fact that we really got to see a more raw version of Batman. Mm. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of conversations on Twitter about, you know, Batflick, how he was the better one. Well, that's because he was a season, he was a seasoned Batman. Yeah, and this is year two. This is year two. Yes. Batman, isn't it? And so yeah. we're obviously not going to get the perfected Batman. 
you know, he's still figuring stuff out. He's still tripping stuck, over his cape at times. He's still tripping <laughs> on his cape. He's still holding on to the fact of what happened to his parents. Definitely. And so that is very apparent mm. in this movie. And to be honest, I loved it. Mm. I love I love how Robert Pattinson really took the role mm-hmm. and ran with it and made it his own. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, spectacular. Doesn't doesn't Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman look like J. Scott Campbell has just drawn her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She she was fantastic, and Colin Farrell as Penguin. Bravo, dude! That. I, I mean, aside from from the makeup, I mean, th- this guy, when they started, it was like four hours to put everything on. And mm-hmm. I've seen interviews where he talked about that it, they got it down to about two hours every day that he filmed. But he knocked Penguin out of the park. Yeah. With it's good to see this. Definitely. I mean, it, I think that's a great little way to kind of just sum up this movie, isn't it? Because you mm-hmm. mean, um, I think for your money, you get a shed load of Batman. Oh yeah, I not, mean, not, not a lot of Bruce Wayne, but well, no. a shed load of Batman. We we get a lot more Batman. We get obviously a lot more Penguin, and it's not yeah. the not the Danny DeVito kind, the the no, almost a, mutant type. It's a um, proper gangster Penguin. Exactly, um, Carmine Falcone. We we get a different version than what we got in the Nolan verse. See. All right, okay. We'll come back to that. We'll um, to that. Um, I, I like Jim Gordon. Jim Gordon was great. Jim Gordon was fantastic. The Riddler, I, I had my issues with the Riddler. Um, again, it's kind of one of those, like, a, a different style. I suppose. It, yeah. But I think, I think my point I was going to make was that when you've got Colin Farrell under all that makeup, all that latex, and then you've got Pat, Bat, Batterson mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in there a lot, there's a lot of acting going on behind masks. Yeah. And it's done really well. Oh yeah. And I'm not I'm not against the the portrayal of the Riddler. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of influence in this Riddler based off of the Zodiac killer and that mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I I felt like they could have taken a little bit of a more original approach. Mm. However, the way that his riddles were put together were so well done mm-hmm. that if you're trying to trying to solve them yourself while watching the movie, you're going to have to go back and watch it two, three, four times because they only highlight a few. Yeah. The, and um, there's so much more in there. Love the thumb drive. <laughs> the, the oh geez the yeah that that one was good yeah the um so the film's atmospheric from this from the get-go um it pounds it's a bit of a slow start before you know you get the mono, the monologue about it's not just a warning and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff um and then it segues into stuff you've seen before in the trailers but from that point on, you are in a different ball game. You are now immersed, um, and I absolutely love that sense 
of immersion. I love the fact that um, later in the movie, as the characters are moving around the different crime scenes, elements of the background are blurred out slightly to make you more focus on the characters rather than mm. the whole spectacle of the scene that's going on. Um, what favorite parts? I've, we've got mm. favorite parts, least favorite parts. So, favorite, so favorite part, um, first and foremost, seeing the tech be used by Bruce to become the world's greatest detective. Yeah. The contact lens. Mm, Absolutely genius. Mm. Loved how they did that. And it really, you know, we we had been saying for how long now that we wanted to see Batman as a detective, actually mm -hmm. doing detective work. We finally get that with this. Definitely. Um, and using the, the contact, putting it in Selena's eye so then he can, you know, be able to utilize her to get into the iceberg lounge um so that that was definitely a, a highlight i don't know if you caught it there was a nod to to batman 1966 in the movie what okay so for those of you who haven't watched this is going to be something you want to watch for so in the room where Alfred is, as he's working on the different riddles before mm. it gets blown up. Yeah, there is. That's the that, William yeah. Shakespeare bus. Shakespeare bus. Yeah, I, I that, yeah. lost my shit when there's I saw of, that. There's lots of references all over the place. There, there, yeah, definitely a lot, which was fun to watch. Mm. You know, so it, this movie does a great job appealing to both new viewers mm -hmm. who are just there because it's a Batman film. And those diehards who have read the comics there's a lot of nods you're going to get a lot of uh the long halloween some bataz with the grappling yep. gun yep um you know obviously i mentioned 1966 mm -hmm. so a, a lot of a lot of stuff that all range of batman fans are going to enjoy yeah and the batmobile uh, yeah the batmobile the batmobile <clears throat> The back charger. Um, all right. So favorite bits for me. I like the fact that the police don't like him. Yeah. I like the fact that the police are like, you know. I also like the fact that Bruce hasn't found his feet as Bruce yet. Yeah. You know, it eventually it's gonna come, but he, he hasn't found his feet as Bruce yet. Yeah. Um was great. Um I thought the action scenes were great. The the escape from the pre, the precinct was decent. The car chase spectacular. Mm -hmm. Um, my I suppose flaws for me. I wasn't I wasn't sold on Falcon this time around. Um, I've seen the the guy that played him play too many goofy characters to take him seriously yeah uh, his, his roles in um transformers, transformers. yeah i mean he's all right in transformers but i can't take him seriously and for my money for my money as good as the film is i think it is maybe 30 minutes just a tad too long i i would agree i think the person's just a little bit off different it might be different when you're watching it at home in the comfort of your couch you know, you can go and pause it and go and get beverage and go to the toilet. You don't have to worry about what you're missing and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Might be, might be different at home, but 
for me um i thought it was just a little a little a tad too long we could have cut a couple of snippets out here and there um and just to condense it and make it the pace a little bit quicker yeah the i think my you know the the timing i mean it was almost what three hours just shy yes. of three hours Two, 256 250 um, something is it and yes i know that includes credits before someone gets on my back i i think the the ending was a little off for me the guest star ending or the, um, or the, or the no at the fight? um it, within the stadium yeah yeah i mean that i i understood obviously the the reasoning mm. And why, but it was just, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. not, not the, not the best ending, but definitely not the worst. Okay. I mean, it's not like, Hey, I'm going to take this nuclear bomb, strap it up to the bat and fly off. <laughs> up, up <Gotham>. uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was watching that the other day and it was just I, like, I can't, oh, I can't watch it. I can't, I can't watch it. I have to be, I have to be drunk or high to watch that. <laughs> 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 um, uh, man, but, I, can't, I can't there's just too many there's too many plot holes there's too many errors there's too many like you know as, as soon as the windows explode before the gunmen get there in the plane sequence at the start of the movie i'm like right i've switched off i'm, I'm like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm now disinterested yeah um, but go, going back to the batman um the batman. you know this <laughs> Sorry. It's funny you mentioned. Well, no, I'm I'm glad you did that because we both love that that animated series. Oh, it's we do. Batman. What's it out in the UK? It's out in America. It's out in Australia. It's not out on the UK. Well, that's a bunch of horse shit, isn't it? Just. Um, but anyway. that one is again Batman when he's still kind of early on in his yeah, career. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And so is this. Mm. So. Mm. Um, but yeah, I overall it was it was fantastic. I think this this did better with establishing Bruce Wayne better than the Nolan verse. I think it's I think it's his first steps. I think the Nolan, as much as I love Batman Begins, because I, I love Batman Begins. Yeah, it's too quick. I know what I've said that this is too long, but Bruce Wayne comes back from from wherever being being a part of the league of shadows yeah. uh, and then he comes straight back it's boom i'm happy being bruce wayne boom i'm happy and everything just gels in perfectly yeah. this is not a perfect this is not a perfect bruce wayne this is yeah. not a perfect batman um we will say quickly we talked about it before we started recording but the soundtrack is absolutely intense Mm-hmm. Got the big bombastic stylings, the the themes that you would get from many, someone like Elfman or Williams. What you've got instead is um, a breakdown of maybe three tunes. One of which is Ave Maria. One of them is um, somewhat some something in the way by Nirvana, and then the main Batman theme throughout the movie those three just three songs three tunes get interwoven so well Mm -hmm. to create this level of tenseness that the catwoman bit although that is a theme i suppose is great to just break that up a little bit to add a Mm -hmm. little bit of something in there other than that man yeah you know shout out to 
Michael Giacchino. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said um, that. <laughs> yeah, Giacchino, Giacchino. Michael, if I butchered your name, which I probably did, my apologies, but that's what you get for being a, getting a shout out on the show. Yeah. Um, the important thing is your soundtrack, your talent on putting this together spot on. It was phenomenal. Absolutely. And for the people who are wondering why there's a lot of red on this picture behind us, you know what? That's the that's the movie. That honestly, the, the mm-hmm. amount of and it's it just works. It just works. I could not believe how much I enjoyed it the second time around. Just sitting and enjoying the movie as opposed to worrying about the is it going to be as good as the hype? Oh, is it this? Is it that? You know. So I would definitely, yeah. definitely, if you're feeling COVID brave, go and check it out in cinema. Um, you know the the it. thing that I. You know, because I, I mentioned like the long Halloween and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but this, uh, it was, I'm trying to think what the graphic novel is. Is it uh, Dark, is it Dark Victory? Yes. The second one. Yeah. So I, I'm going to bring this cover up um, because I know that this particular story really had a major influence on mm-hmm. the film. Uh, Justin the way it was put together, but you'll, well, that doesn't work out as well as I hoped. <laughs> Jeez. Minimize your windows. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, no, it was just the, the image was way too, well, that doesn't help either. Um, you know what? Screw it. We'll just run with this one. Um, but as as you can see, I mean, even the cover. Yeah, good call. Yeah, nice. So, Dark Victory in the Long Halloween. You know, all of these written by um, Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb. That really had an influence. Matt Reeves really turned mm. to this um, when coming up with the script and, mm. and all of that. So that translated to the film and i and i appreciated that that again was another nod to comic book fans i think for me um my i suppose my last comment is penguin works so well in this movie uh riddler the the puzzle aspect of him works Mm -hmm. well if maybe not the the actual character vibe i suppose or the character look i suppose it'd be interesting to see how other characters like uh, the Joker eventually play out. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I I, I think with this universe, I I'd like to see them go the route of the Court of Owls. Yep, yeah, I could do the Court of Owls. I'd like to see yeah. that. Court of Owls would be good, especially with how they utilize the Waynes in the story oh, yeah, yeah, with Thomas yeah. and Martha. Um, yeah. I I think they've opened that door and can run with it. Yeah, you mentioned that now. What you just reminded me. I wasn't a big fan of the idea that uh, Martha was one of the Arkham's as opposed to one of the Canes. Um, you know that I didn't mind so much. Yeah, I mean, um, but again, for the sake for the sake of the story, it worked, um, and it it reminded me a lot of um, Batman: The Telltale series. Which was okay. a phenomenal game. It, I don't, I didn't like it because I didn't like that. I, I want to play a game to play a game. I don't want to play a game to watch something and then pick a choice. Yeah, 
Yeah, but that, that, that makes sense. Yeah, now, my question before we move on for okay. you, <gasps> given how Colin Farrell did as, as Oz, mm-hmm. does that make you more excited for the spinoff show that HBO Max will be doing around the Penguin? Um, I'll give you my facetious answer first of all, is that I don't care because the UK doesn't get HBO Max or... Thanks, thanks, DC. Your DC Universe app is still only DC US only. So you can put whatever you like on there. It doesn't matter to me, does it, really? Um, all facetiousness aside, um, <laughs> yeah, I absolutely I would watch a series with, with that Penguin in totally. I have said a number of times on this show how much I love the Penguin as a semi-legitimate business person mm. with stuff going on the side rather than the kind of zany um over the top character that we've seen him both in batman returns um gotham he had that yeah he had like maybe half a season of respectability but then yeah yeah um so i like i like the penguin as the kind of you know just off center uh business person so, yeah, yeah. I'm, to- I'm totally fine with that. This, this penguin reminds me a lot of what we got in the Arkham games. Uh, to an extent, yeah, definitely. Uh, but I was thinking more of around uh, the Chuck Dixon, Graham Nolan penguin mm, from around yep. the 650s of Detective Comics. Yep. Um, you know, especially the kind of the fact the Ice Club, is, the, the Ice Club Lounge, it's just, it's there. Iceberg Lounge, it's right there straight away. You know, it's boom. You know, it's, everyone it's, knows where it yeah, is yeah exactly so I, I don't know i think it was i think i think they'll, they'll do it well but they've got to keep that same tone and the same aesthetic all the way through yeah yeah but it'll be hard to do with like <laughs> you imagine the penguin show with a batman just out of shot every time <laughs> i mean it's not out of the realm of possibilities yeah well We'll see how that goes. I suppose it could also <laughs> it could also bring in other characters, you know. Um, obviously, we have got Batgirl coming out as well, but that's a different universe, different Jim Gordon. So, yeah, that's bringing in the the J.K. Simmons. Yeah. So uh, yes, you know, I know you're right. It was J.K. Simmons. I know. Hey, just saying. <laughs> just saying. Give me my points, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well played (laughs) all right there you go uh before we get into the comics here are or here is one of our ads for one of our other shows only on the ucpn check it out
I just realized it still says 2021 on it. Yeah, I've got that. I've got that. <laughs> we need one of those adverts. We need one of those. Yes, we do. Definitely. Yes. Um, all right, back to the books. As we're talking about the Batman, uh, it is a Batastic episode, so we've got a couple of Bat books coming up. Um, we're keeping it um, in the realms of early Batman career, um, and this is Batman the Night number three. Okay, now that the audio guy has sufficiently ripped me a new one, here's Yay. the book. Yay! All right, Yay. excellent. Yay. All right, so this is, as I said, Batman the Night, th number three of ten, written by Chip. Yes, I'm the new writer of Batman, while still writing Daredevil Zadarsky. Uh, art by, and I am really, really sorry, Carmine Digia Domenico. I mean, I, was, I did all right there. I think mean, I did okay. <laughs> Colors by Ivan Placentia and letters by Pat Brusseau, not related to Junior Junior Brusseau, the Chargers linebacker. <laughs> Love it. Uh, oh, man, that kill me. All right, so this was your choice. It was. Take it away. So, going along as Johnny had mentioned. Uh, you know, the movie we we talk about is a very young Bruce Wayne um, in year two as Batman. This book is, from what I gathered, and I haven't read issues one and two, so mm -hmm. coming into it yeah, three issues in, I'm having to put together pieces as I go. Mm -hmm. uh, but we are getting a very young Bruce Wayne. And I mean, Bruce isn't. From what what I gathered, he's not even he's not even Batman. Yeah. Um, and so he's still, you know, wanting to clean up the city. He's wanting to do all of that, but hasn't really found his way. Aside from that, I mean, there there's just there's a lot going on in this book mm. um i i don't know it part of me was like oh okay you know this sounds interesting and then the more i got into it i was like hmm. really yeah i i don't know it just i i think i'm so used to having a a batman story mm. That Batman makes some sort of appearance. Mm. Well, even if it, even if this is like like a flash forward kind of thing, I, I would have expected something. But mm. I don't. I don't know. I think what I have to do for this is I'm going to have to go back and read issues one and two to have a proper foundation of the story for this mm. arc in order to fully grasp everything going on mm. well uh, see i i didn't pick this book up the first time around because the blurb kind of gave it the idea that this was just going to be a, a slug out fight all the way through the, the issues and i was like you know what i'm not interested in that um yeah. however i'm going to say i have been reading sadaski's uh daredevil and and uh, Devil's Reign, both of which, by the way, have been stellar. Can't believe I'm saying that about a migraine book. Um, but so I should have had a little bit more faith. 
I have to say I enjoyed this book immensely. It had Legends of the Dark Knight mm. feels all the way through, and I love that series. I love all of that up yeah. until about about issue fifty, I think it is. Um, but you know, early Batman, it's my that that's my bag. You know, yeah. I like I like early Batman, yeah. and I like I like early Bruce. Um, it's it's Henry Ducard again. We recently saw him in in Batman the Detective. Um, is it a bit overplay? Well, maybe you know, maybe he's getting as popular as the Joker. Who knows, right? Mm. Um, but still, it was it's a fun read. I love the art. The art, yeah, the artwork was spectacular. It has like a grainy kind of a style to it, like a bit scratchy that that doesn't feel like it's a a, a perfect universe. Um, the colours by Placentia, again, really, really great. And I know that I gave uh, Pat Briseo some grief for some of the letter work he done on Wonder Woman a few few months back. But here, you know, the, the kind of off-kilter font really adds to the, I suppose, off-kilter world that Bruce Wayne's living in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, letters do have a, a massive impact on how the vibe of a book can can feel you know it's not just it's not just words it's the dialogue that kind of goes to show that yeah Mm -hmm. so no i was i was really pleased to pick this book i was like whoa really good well there there you go i I did it i did it for you (laughs) cheers man (laughs) no i i thought the artwork was great and that that's what kept me going on it Mm -hmm. was you know, How did you the, not like the, the end? The love, I love you, Alfred. Bit. How did you not like that? Oh well, I, I didn't want to spoil everything. Oh, tough. The book's out already. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but again, this is one of those ones where you're really going to benefit more from reading issues one and two. I'm I'm tired of going back to the, the, the bookstore and getting one and two. To be fair. Well then. That's the way to do it, because then you're still supporting your local comic book shop. Yeah, Dal Knight, you better have the bin. Just saying. Well, there you go. There you go. So, but yeah, yeah, that's that's the night. That's the night. Oh, the third night, I should say. Yes. <laughs> All right, time to lighten things up. Yes, we're still in Batman's world, but this time around... It is uh, Batman Superman number one <sighs> again. I mean, how many series of Batman Superman had together now? Um, I've, I've that, lost, that's a loaded question. I've kind of lost count by this point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they've had more restarts than Captain Marvel. The Marvel, Kyle Danvers, Captain Marvel. Right. Well, we go all bonkers. Let's go bring this up here for you. And. Bam. Boom. There you go. So this is written by Mark Wade, who on a recent Outside the Panels interview stated that Superman was his favorite character. You wouldn't have thought it with the troubles he goes through in this book. I'll tell you that for nothing. Um, art is by Dan Mora. Uh, colors are by Tamara Bonvillain, who still has the coolest surname in all the comic books. Uh, and letters are by Edita Bidika, who we know from their time on loads of indie books mm-hmm. so this is an old school team up book even if it borrows an idea that was recently seen in migraine spider-man 
all right so this is batman and robin superman and a host of other people guess that star later on um as the bats and soups try to take on metallo and poison ivy with a little bit of help thrown in for some from the cheap seats basically superman under the influence of green kryptonite gets stabbed with a tail and unlike the movies this time around it doesn't just make him a badass with a bad attitude it is the traditional red kryptonite effect of superman which means it knocks his powers bonkers yeah bonkers is an understatement (laughs) uh it sends his powers all over the place you know um i gotta say this is a this is an old book it's a it's a fun read um can we dive into the book yeah absolutely Uh, where where do you want to go do we want to start metropolis do we want to Poison Ivy looks great. Poison um, Ivy does look great in this. Yeah. Um, it's. Do you remember those? Do you remember those digital books that you were reading a while back? You made us read digital first books and they're out of continuity stuff. Yes. Yep. This reminds me of those, but done better. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, I am curious where Batman's ropes anchored on that first panel, considering the flat, the swinging up. Um, well, considering where she is, Which you're right. Great planet. question. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. And I don't Robin's know. swinging up from under the planet. Maybe, maybe the top of the the planet on the Daily uh, Planet has like that lightning spike. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but old school banter between bats and Robin. Some first time meeting stuff between bats and superman mm-hmm. um a true genuine threat to superman metallo i can't believe nobody's thought of this idea before um it is it's a comic book like your dad used to like it's pretty much how this reads yep. um it's a little bit out of continuity so therefore you don't have to worry about what's going on in the other books it is just a fun read Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what we buy comic books for in the first place. Yes, it yep. is. Yeah, we don't buy them just to whinge about them. Although you'll be glad we dropped the two books earlier because we whinged about those big time. Great. Um, yeah. You yeah, know, the, Tracy. The... Yeah, you Freya. You better watch out. <laughs> you know the the one thing I want to mention. Go for it. The and and it was on the cover that my eye first caught it and i'm gonna zoom in here so for those of you watching on youtube you're gonna you're gonna see this if you're listening i love the fact that we're using the 1989 keaton emblem yeah on batman on this i thought that was absolutely fantastic that they chose to go that route with the bat emblem mm-hmm. on the bat suit i do have to question why catwoman was on the cover but... um yeah I, that that's a great question i don't know because yeah. she does not make an appearance in the book mm. um but you know going into the book i thought robin was awesome yes and, and this is a 
definitely a Dick Grayson. It's a Dick Grayson Robin, yeah. Um, I like that we also get, you know, when, when they take the story back in the past, mm-hmm. when, when Batman and Superman are first working together. I mean, mm-hmm. even Batman's bat suit is different. Mm-hmm. It's got more of that the more the fifties logo. Yeah, yeah. Um, even the Batmobile in the background. <laughs> His utility belt with the old seventies style compartments. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh Robin in the what seems to be like the almost like the forties leotard. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it either. And we get a classic penguin. Yeah. Traditional wah 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 wah. Yep. The that reminds me of the uh, it was the line of toys from Kenner, the super. Oh, yes, yes, I, yeah, yep. So, if they did an updated version of the superpowers collection and model them after these, I would buy every single one. Mm, I do like that series of figures, it was very good, especially when you had Superman and you had the kryptonite ring and you put it next to him and he starts like rocking back and forth. Um, but yeah, this this is such a fun read, mm. and one that I I will actually pick this one up and actually have in paper because it was so much fun. Oh, and we and we don't get nine panel pages. Hey! Just kidding, we got one. Oh. Um, but it was done very well. Yeah, you know what? I've, I don't even mind the guest stars at the end of the book, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but hey ho, there you go. Yeah, if you want action, you want all the heroes. I mean, we even get a uh, this panel here where we see Superman skeleton. That kind of reminds me of um, Superman 2. Yeah. When he uh, yeah. gives up his powers. It uh, also reminds me a little bit, yeah, yeah, definitely, um, a little bit of Batman versus Superman when he's doing the X-ray thing. Mm-hmm. Same in Smallville as well, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a lot, lot of nods to all different sorts of stuff and the turning into steel. That that one was different. Well, it's good old Red Kryptonite. That's what it does to you. Right? Oh, not to us, obviously. But, you know, all right, kids, yeah. don't do Red Kryptonite. Yeah, bad so. news bad news bears there you go so there you go that has it two books and one two books one movie yeah all, all about the bat um i have to say that if i get the chance again i might go and see it for a third time don't tell mrs hughes because she'll go nuts but i might go and see it again I'm surprised you didn't mention the fact that Calvin even rocks some fishnets. Well, yeah. There's a there's an interesting tweet I saw about the bat, the whole Catwoman thing, mm-hmm. and um, at the tweet I can't I don't know who said it, but some guy had, had, had put on um, his Twitter account. Zoe Kravitz as as Catwoman. Dot 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 dot. When she first appeared, the girl next to me mourned. <laughs> oh, okay. So there you go. Ooh. 
All right. <laughs> so there you have it. It's a fantastic episode from the dynamic duo of the two, the dynamic crew, uh, definitive crusade, dynamic crusade. What am I talking about? The definitive crusade. Getting your um, words mixed up. I'm getting something mixed up, I tell you. <laughs> um, don't forget to check out the UCPN for all your favorite shows, including Josh. Oh, we got the Jank Think Tank. We got a new episode coming out. There's been a whole lot of stuff going on in the uh, Commander world. Um, and because of that, it's caused a little bit of a delay. Uh, to, for that episode coming, um, but it, it was a fun episode. We had a huge, um, huge guest on the show, uh, first one for the Jenkins oh. Tanks. So, um, super excited about that. So, cool. stay stay tuned for that. And of course, don't forget to check out the Old Timers Comic Book Show, where the hosts are all what the comics most certainly are. And speaking of comics, that are. For those of you who wonder why we only review so many books on the Crusader, uh, on the Old Timers comic book show, go check out Comic Crusaders in a few days. We've got a new section. It's the Old Timers comic book reviews. There Ooh. you go. Some uh, retro reviews of days gone by. Um, go check them out. And of course, get in touch with us about any of the books, whether it be DC books or Old Timers. And let's see if we can get some, some, some. Uh, some uh, choices, your choices out yeah. there, because you know DC's choices kind of suck sometimes. <laughs> I definitely know Fraser and Tracy's do. Just saying, that's right. <laughs> All right, I've been your host, Johnny the Machine Hughes. Josh, thank you for spending the time. Always, always. Um, so from us, adios. <laughs>